One of the most critical parts of dropshipping is finding winning products. And I see far too many people playing the guessing game and not having any success. So I actually put together this gift for you. It's the ultimate guide to finding winning products. It's actually the same concepts that I use that lead to $1,000 days in dropshipping for me. And there's a lot of people that ask me, so I've actually recorded this workshop that I did in Chicago, and it lays out all the strategies. There's criteria, free methods, paid methods, the works, even some things that even pros don't even know about. And I put this together and bundled it in a gift for you. So all you need to do is go to products.techmoneytalks.com. Go to products.techmoneytalks.com. It's actually my gift to you to help you find winning products. Let the data guide you. It's not a guessing game. It's right there in front of you. Once you see it, it's a numbers game, and it's really awesome. everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a highly requested feature guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Paul Lipsky as a special guest on the show. And if you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because he's a multi-million dollar eBay, Amazon professional dropshipper that has taught tens of thousands of students about dropshipping. Discovering the power and the potential of dropshipping, Paul quit his job as, as an attorney in New York City to pursue dropshipping full-time. Paul is living the laptop lifestyle by example and is now traveling around the country in his RV. This is how we met, actually. He actually was passing through Chicago, and he made a special appearance at the Dropship Chicago workshop, and it was really awesome. I tell you, Paul continues to raise the bar and has been keeping it real. This brother's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Now, with the most subscribed channel on YouTube related to eBay, Amazon dropshipping, Paul's mission is to empower others to use dropshipping to achieve financial freedom and live out their dreams. Time is money, and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time, and I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Paul, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Brian, I'm doing so, so well. I'm here in beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida, the best place to be this time of year when it's freezing in the rest of the country. Thanks so much for having me. How are you doing, Brian? (laughs) I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great for sure. Yeah, right here, it just snowed. We just got a snowstorm (laughs) passing through uh, Chicago. So you passed through Chicago at a good time. Uh, because now we just got a big snowstorm. So, uh, but really awesome. I'm really glad to have you on the show today. You know, maybe for the audience, you know, just to take a step back so they can get a chance to get to know you a little better, sharing your journey into e-commerce and dropshipping. Yeah, definitely. So, um, pretty much my entire life has been pretty routine. It's pretty standard. You know, I went to school, college, even went to law school, uh, did that whole thing, uh, started working some jobs and everything seemed to be like on track, you know, that's the American dream, right? But I just wasn't fully satisfied with what I was doing. I know a lot of your listeners are going to resonate with that because I know a lot of them are in the same position uh, where, you know, 
they have everything they're supposed to and just doesn't feel right to them. And it's some, yeah. for some people that nine to five lifestyle just is never going to work out. So I, I started looking for alternative ways to make money online. I looked at, you know, being a lawyer online, obviously, uh, looked at e-commerce models and nothing was clicking. I definitely tried some stuff and everything just failed, just wasn't working for me. I kind of blew through my whole kind of trying different things online budget uh-huh. <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, I you know you, you you can't put so much money in and not get anything out for for forever, right? Yeah. So I kind of blew through that budget, and I was like, okay, now I need to find something that's really cheap uh, to start, and that's when I found eBay dropshipping because with eBay the cost to get started is really 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 low, so it allowed me to get in, prove to myself that it worked before I was able to you know, take some of that money and reinvest it and build up that business. So then from there, that year, did almost a million dollars my first year and started wow. coaching other people and very quickly saw that one-on-one coaching just wasn't very scalable. I couldn't really reach a ton of people. So I started a YouTube channel and uh, started some online courses where I teach people how to do it as well. Uh, expanded onto Amazon, started teaching that as well on my YouTube channel and in the course. And then... Uh, and now I'm here on this the Tech Money Talks podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome for sure. And that's really great uh, that outside looking in, there's a lot of people, you know, they hear this type of success story and, you know, people outside looking in, they, you know, the first thought is like, oh, this is some scam. It's a get rich quick scheme. And, and true, there's a lot of scammers out there too. And I try to do my best, you know, to keep people that have been, you know, keeping it real and, and helping people you know, relate because it's a real legit business model. So I was wondering if you could speak to that. Yeah, for sure. So I, I do appreciate you, uh, Brian, always, you know, weeding, weeding things out for people. Um, I think that's really important. And, you know, this business model, it's been around, the, the dropshipping model in general has been around for a really long time. You yeah. know, uh, you know, we used to get catalogs in the mail and those catalogs would be <laughs> full of items. And, you know, the company, they didn't sell, they didn't have all those items. They were drop shipping them. And that was before even the internet was around. And now yeah. that the internet's been around, you know, we see companies like Wayfair, they've been doing drop shipping. I think you told me during that meetup that Zappos used to do it as well. Yeah. So it's a completely yeah. legitimate business model. Uh, Walmart still does it. Amazon essentially does it as well. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a legitimate business model. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm glad that that you spoke to that. And that even now, I mean, I even stumbled upon that. I mean, there's like a whole group and other like supposedly influencers that, um, you know, they just hate the whole concept of dropshipping, you know, as if it's, you know, some evil thing. But really, I mean, it's, it's that first step of like, you know, traditional business arbitrage 101, which is like, okay, you know, now, like you said, low cost, you know, it's, it's a low risk, way to prove out something that sells. And then if you want to take it that step further to make bigger investments, you know, to obtain inventory and all that stuff or branding, you know, you could, you can do that, but you're not just, you know, guessing at that point because you were able to prove it out, you know, with the drop shipping model. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of those people, they have a problem with drop shipping because they don't understand the value that we provide to consumers. Um, uh-huh they don't understand that, that we as dropshippers, what we're doing is, is we are connecting products up with customers that want them. So for instance, I'm dropshipping on eBay and there's a lot of products on eBay that uh, wouldn't otherwise be there if it was not for dropshippers. So yeah. we are putting them on the platform. 
And there are people that will only shop on eBay. There are people that are only shop on Amazon. And uh-huh. if we didn't put those products for sale on those marketplaces, the people who only shop on those marketplaces literally would not be able to buy those products. So we are connecting the products up with the buyers. And the other component of this is that you know we're getting our items from, you know, in your case, AliExpress. And mm-hmm. for my case, like Walmart and Home Depot and these other websites. And for mm-hmm. a new for consumer to first the first time they try to use those websites, uh, I don't know. The, do you remember the first time you tried to use AliExpress? Like it's not the easiest for an American who's never used it before to really <laughs> understand how it works, right? True. True. So yeah. we are we are we are making it easier for people to get those products because they know how to use Amazon. You know, you make Shopify your sites very easy to navigate and use. You definitely make them a lot easier than AliExpress is to use. So we are making people's lives easier and more convenient in that way. Very good point for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been touching on, on that topic again. It's just like, you know, this business model has been around for a long time. Like I remember before AliExpress was even, uh, started because it was just Alibaba at first, where you had to buy small bulk, um, and I remember you know you know doing e-commerce you know as, as that, and then when they saw the need for individual product purchases, that's when AliExpress came out and started to grow. And now, fast forward to today, it's uh, you know pretty amazing opportunity, and and I'm looking forward. To, so definitely, we're going to talk about the contrast between you know Shopify dropshipping and eBay, Amazon dropshipping, because I think this is really Really exciting and great opportunity here. But even touching back, was there a story like in your journey? I thought I, I thought I heard this. Like you know, even initially, like were you scammed as you were getting into drop shipping, and then you decided to help others? No, not ex- not exactly. So when yeah. when I started, uh, I did take an online course that that taught me how to do it. But the course was about three years old. And uh-huh. you've been in this industry for more than like <laughs> six months. You know, things change like change, every six yeah. months. Yeah. So it was, it had like the basics, but everything else was outdated. So I pretty okay. much had to figure out the rest on my own. Um, and then that's why I really felt like, you know, there needs to be someone who's teaching this and like in real time. Oh, okay. Then I think maybe the way that I heard it then, which I think is cool and gives more credit to you is that some people that had been scanned by others and then they found you and they were so happy that they found what you were sharing and teaching, you know, they gave big, big props to you. So like, you know, even, uh, you know, when you came to Chicago and we had those shout outs, people were like, you know, Hey, how do you know, Paul, Paul Lipsky. And then, uh, and I think even as this podcast comes out, it's gonna, it's gonna make some, some big waves for sure. Cause you got a huge impact and we'll talk about that or actually let's even talk about that now. So like, you know, your YouTube channel, probably the largest related to, you know, eBay, Amazon dropshipping, um, maybe share that with the audience. What was your journey actually, you know, building, building up that? Yeah, sure. So I started the channel. Technically, I started it pretty much like six months after I started dropshipping. And it was because I was a member of an, a forum online where we, you know, share tips and tricks. And I was very active in there. Like my first year, especially, I was obsessed with dropshipping. Like it was like... <laughs> always on my mind. So I was very active in that group. And I was giving like a lot of advice because I was doing well at that time. But there came a time when I couldn't explain what I was doing. I had to show it. So I made this YouTube channel. I mean, a, a YouTube video. I had a really cruddy MacBook Air, uh, really terrible mic. Uh, it was like <laughs> really slow. It, was, it took me like three hours to make this five minute video. But I yeah. got it up there. 
And like, it was helpful to people. And I made like another one later in the year. And then in November, I said, you know what? I'm going to really give this a try. You know, maybe I can become like an affiliate for someone down the line. Like I use a lot of software. Like yeah. maybe that will happen. We'll see. I started yeah. it. I got really good traction really fast. I didn't have a lot of subscribers, but they were very active and very involved. And I started doing these live streams on YouTube, which was like huge because these people, I get like over a hundred people a week and I had less than 500 subscribers. It was, it was absolutely insane. Powerful. Uh, you yeah. look at that. And then uh, I launched my course in January. And at that time, I'd reached out to this guy I used to know. His name is Steve Rakin. He has a YouTube channel called Rakin Profit. And Steve, I had met uh, like five years ago, really randomly, had nothing to do with e-commerce, nothing to do with dropshipping or YouTube. Uh, we met at this uh, health retreat in upstate New York. It was called the Woodstock Fruit Festival. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a vegan. He was vegan at the time. We just like went there. Like It's a bunch of hippies running around just eating fruit all day. Kind of a crazy experience. But <laughs> we met there and uh, we just kind of connected a little bit. And then uh, years later, I saw that he had this YouTube channel with like over 70,000 subscribers talking about eBay and Amazon. I said, hey, like, like we should connect again. And he said, yeah. So he got me on his channel and that definitely helped grow my channel as well. But wow. you know, just making consistent videos, like uh, two videos a week, one live stream a week, week after week after week after week is really what's, what's done it. No, that's awesome, man. And I'm glad that you spoke to that because, you know, I think that that's even the other part of, you know, even most people in their e-commerce journey, when they find something that works, you know, even part of the reason why I do the podcast and different things is part of, you know, giving back because I see far too many people that they're caught up in, in the area that they don't know that they don't know. And, yeah. or maybe some people that are searching, like, you know, they might be searching, but then they don't know what's real or they don't, you know, they don't know what isn't more people that, you know, that have been keeping it real to, to step out and, and, and at least share a lot of things, which is, uh, which is really important. Um, one of the questions I had related to like your YouTube journey, was there like a, was there like a, maybe a standout video that all of a sudden it just like kind of really took off for you? Yeah, I think there was one um, that sort of did that. I, I never had like a truly like viral video in the sense that it just like one day like took off. I have videos with over a hundred thousand views, but it took time to get there. Um, uh -huh. which I think is pretty cool because a lot of people think that in order to grow a YouTube channel, you need like a viral million view video, <laughs> but yeah. that's just like not what happened with me. And it was just pretty steady. No. Yeah. And, uh, and even thinking about like your, your journey and even what you're doing now, which is, you know, traveling in the RV. And yeah. I think we even talked about when you showed up, cause like that, there was that one lady that I saw like her YouTube uh, channel went viral uh, because yeah. she released that one video. I think her name is Janelle. She releases yep. one video, like uh, how to shop, you know, she lives in the van and how to shower in the van. And like, I think it had like over 16 million views and now she has over 2 million subscribers. And I was just like, wow. But uh, you know, to use that leading in because you know, now you, you chose to, you know, travel across the country in the RV. And I was wondering if you could share the story, uh, share the story and experience behind that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, that her channel was insane to watch that growth <laughs> happen. Yeah. The other like van lifers they're called, that's like people who live in. Oh, van okay. Time. 
and make YouTube videos about it. I'm sure they weren't really happy because they put in years of work. They're nowhere near the amount of Really? Wow. I didn't know that there's a whole audience around. Uh, it's big. It's, it's big. big. Yeah. So uh, I guess it started in 2018. Uh, that's when I was still working as a lawyer. And I, at that time, I was selling on eBay, selling on Amazon, had my YouTube channel, had a course. Uh, you know, I was coaching people. It was just like way too much. And, and my job as a lawyer. So that's when I, I quit my job. Uh, and then at that point, I was, we were living in New York City. And it's a great place to live. But we we're kind of getting bored with it. It's my husband and I. We we're kind of getting old. It's kind of getting old for us. And we were paying so much money to live in a place that was kind of getting tiresome for us and paying so much in taxes to live there. It's like, this Mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense anymore. So that's when we decided to move to Florida. It took a little time to get there, but early 2019, moved down to Florida. And uh, we were loving that for a while, but we just, I don't know what's wrong with us, but every six months we just get like itchy feet and we just need to like move up and get out and go somewhere else. So then we're like, you know (laughs) what? It's either like we move on a sailboat or move into a RV of some kind. And I didn't know what the Wi-Fi was like on a sailboat. So I demanded an RV. <laughs> yeah. So, And are you getting good, good connection in the RV? Like you're maintaining. So you're uploading videos and doing all this stuff. You're able to maintain connection. It's a, it's a challenge. Uh, we're figuring <laughs> it out. You're so figuring it out. Verizon hotspot and AT&T hotspot. But really for like live streams or like this, I have to go somewhere with Wi-Fi just for the stability of it. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Has there been any like memorable experiences along the way? Like how long have you been doing this so far? Uh, so we've lived in it for like two months, but the first month we were still housed in one location as my husband, Chad finished up his, uh, like brick and mortar job, so to speak. Now he's all online with his job and he's, he helps with the drop shipping as well. Uh, awesome. so yeah, so it's really only been since you know, January 1st, 2020, basically, you could say. So we'll probably see some more, like maybe vlog-style videos enter your uh, YouTube channel then? Well, actually, we started a new channel just for the two of us. Uh, yeah. It's called okay. uh, Chad and Paul, and it's just like our adventures traveling around. Traveling and, around, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, well, we've had we some were... cool experiences. So like, uh, like last week, we were in the Florida Keys, it was great. Two days ago, we were snorkeling. We saw a spotted eagle ray. It was pretty cool. We were in, uh, where was it? Vero Beach? No, Venice Beach, which is in, no, Florida. Not the one in California, Venice. Okay. And you walk along the beach in the morning and these million-year-old fossilized shark teeth just wash up on shore and you could pick them up. It's like incredible. Wow. Like millions of years old. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, for the audience, I could, you could see, you know, just by even some of these brief stories, he's, he's totally now living that laptop lifestyle and literally and, and travel wherever and still running a million dollar business. And maybe even explain that what has been, what has it been like, you know, a day, a day in your life as you're traveling in the RV, but still able to, to manage your business. Yeah, uh, it's been a challenge to be sure. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. something we're adapting to. So, uh, you know, like when you're traveling around, you want to explore, you want to like see things and and you can't do that every day. We, we got to work. So we're, we're uh-huh. getting into it. Like we've discovered like we, I'll wake up early, do work, go to the gym, and then we'll like explore in the middle of the day and then work 
at night again. It's kind of a good schedule. But another thing that I really have to do is like twice a week, at least, if not more, I go to a coffee shop like I am mm. like right now and just sit down all day and do work there. And that's just like, you know, it's, it's still work, but uh, yeah. then, then we can, you know, spend a whole day exploring somewhere because yeah. I put in that intensive day. So it's kind of finding that balance has been difficult, but, uh, but we're figuring it out and it's been totally worth it. I'm, I'm not giving it up for that. Great so, experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, man, for sure. And uh, I mean, I think it was great. I mean, I think that's what allowed the opportunity as you were passing through Chicago and, and able to plug in. And uh, maybe, maybe if you can share your experience there about plugging into the group and, and getting the chance to meet that night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was really cool. So we came into Chicago and, uh, I think you guys said it was a mild day, but I thought it was freezing that day. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. And, uh, I had reached out to, you know, people on Instagram saying, Hey guys, like I'm in Chicago, if anyone's around. So I met up with like a couple of, uh, of my followers and this one follower said, Hey, you should come to this meetup we're having. It's about Shopify, but you should come anyway. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. That'd be great. So I came yeah. and I learned a lot. You know, I've done a little Shopify in the past, but what you guys are doing with your funnels is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. That was really awesome to see. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if you guys are ever in the Chicago area, you should definitely check it out. I know you, you do live stream them as well, but uh, being there in person is always better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. A lot of people in return was just like, you know, hey, how do you know Paul? And I think even people there were followers or, you know, follow you on YouTube and stuff like that. So that was that yeah. was really great, man, for sure. And I'd say, you know, maybe let's let's use that to transition into, you know, maybe some of the core strategies. I think this is a great opportunity to to talk about, you know, the differences, you know, of of like Shopify drop shipping uh, compared to eBay Amazon drop shipping. I sort of explain it this way. Um, and then I'll I'll let you give your thoughts, which is um when I'm selling that traditional Shopify dropshipping approach. I'm not competing with Amazon. I'm not competing with eBay uh, because I feel like the audience that's going there is is what I call like calculated buyers. You know, they're browsing for products that they're specifically looking for. And when it comes to Shopify and this approach where we're targeting impulse buyers and they happen to be, you know, browsing through their Facebook feed or their Instagram feed or story and they see this product that, you know, is, you know, viral and, you know, they can't find it in stores and, uh, it, you know, it solves a pain point or, or a lot of different factors that makes a product attractive that they make that impulse buy where they buy the buying based on emotion and they, you know, they click in and go through the buying process. Um, and I was wanting to get your thoughts uh, on that. Yeah, I, I really like that kind of comparison right there. You know, I think a lot of these Shopify products, I, I've seen them before and I'm always like, you know, that's something I didn't know that I needed until I saw it, right? <laughs> um, and I feel like that's kind of, when you see, when you see that, it's like, okay, that, that could be a winning product on Shopify. Um, yeah. But yeah, on eBay and Amazon, they're marketplaces and they're search engines. So people come there, they search for what they're looking for. And our goal is to use you know, proper keywords and different ranking techniques so that when they search for that keyword, our items show up. Um, yeah. But it is a search engine, exactly exactly the way you said it, yeah. And it, it makes me wonder about, so as you're doing like your product selection, mm-hmm. what's kind of the approach that you're looking for? So like, I think compared to 
like when we're looking for like, you know, Shopify winning products and actually, you know, we just did a workshop that covered all the aspects of it. But part of it is meant to like, you know, um, a lot of it's data driven, but also, you know, having some of those characteristics, like I described, that makes it viral and attracts that impulse buy. But what are the uh, like, you know, the characteristics that you look for in your product selection? So for us, it's all data driven. Because, uh, yeah, so we are looking and we could eBay and Amazon, more specifically eBay, they'll tell you how well a product's selling. Um, so we look, we see those products are selling well. I'm going to sell the same products. I'm not going to waste my time listing up a product that's, that's never selling on eBay or Amazon. I'm actually going to take the ones that are already selling, put them up for sale myself if it's on eBay, I'll make it better. I'll make it a better title. I'll give a better description. Maybe I'll choose better photos. Uh, mm -hmm. Different things like that can make your listing stand out. Um, Amazon, you can't really do that, but you can beat people on price. You could also beat people on metrics, You know, keeping your account in good health. All those mm -hmm. things matter, but really it's all about data. If it's selling well already, I'm interested in selling it myself. No, that's good, yeah. And I'll, I like to say, it. you know, it's tapping... Tapping into what works, you know, existing markets and, uh, you know, a lot of great examples. It's like, you know, you see traditional business and it's like, if there's a Burger King on one side of the street, you know, who opens up on the other side of the street? It's like McDonald's and yeah. they're grabbing market share. <laughs> so like if, if you're seeing products and you're getting the data and this product is selling on this side of eBay street, Paul's going to open up that product on, on the other side so he can take part of that market share. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, which, which is great stuff. And you know what? It leads me to another question, which is in the Shopify approach, there's been like three core approaches that that professional dropshippers have used. They either launch a general store um, or they launch like a niche store or they launch like a, just a single product store. So I was wondering, like we're in, in the eBay, Amazon dropshipping space, do you guys follow that same mindset or, or, you know, what, what approach do you guys follow there? No. So, uh, all the successful dropshippers I've seen just do general items. Uh, so to speak, a general store. See the thing with when you're shopping on eBay and Amazon, you're searching for your items, you get a list of results, you click one of them and you buy it. Less yeah. than 1% of buyers actually go through and look at your store itself. So, wow. so the items you have, uh, don't matter. Like they're not, people aren't going to look at your store. They're not going to look and see like, Hey, like I'm buying a pet product from this guy, but he's also selling tools and home improvement items. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> seem right. You know, it just yeah. doesn't happen on eBay and Amazon. Uh, yeah. so the game is really about, about volume and just listing up as much as you can, because, uh, the more items, the more sales you get. Now, yeah. A big difference between Shopify and eBay and Amazon is that is the advertising. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to drive traffic to your Shopify stores. I don't have to drive traffic to eBay and Amazon. They yeah. have traffic. The, my yeah. my situation is, or what I have to do is, I have to differentiate my products from the guy next door, his products, so that people buy from me instead of them. So yeah. big differences there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I was going to ask about because I think and that makes sense, you know, about that general store approach. And I'm glad that you shared even, you know, the percentage that even navigate to the store. But one of the factors that I think that they might look at is like your store rating. Right. I think totally. that would have an impact. 
Uh, maybe even Absolutely. explain that for the audience and the importance of, of that. Yeah, so on, so on both eBay and Amazon, you get rated as a seller. Uh, so if you have if you buy something from someone on eBay and you have a bad transaction, you can give them a bad, bad feedback. And that reflects yeah. on their score. Now, as sellers, our goal is to keep that feedback as high as possible. Not only because when buyers come to purchase the items, they'll see that feedback, or they'll, they'll see that score, but also because that impacts where we are in the search results. The better our store is, the higher up in the search results we're going to be, especially on Amazon. So those things absolutely do matter a lot. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, this is good stuff for sure. And uh, one of the questions that I had, I think one of the main factors like why people are having some smashing success, and I like to use the analogy this way, um, it's it's kind of like a a high-frequency stock trader. They they figure out an algorithm where you, know, you, you buy stocks low and sell it high. And a high-frequency trader will do that thousands of times over within, within a day. And in the Shopify dropshipping space, and like you said, using Facebook ads, you know, they would find that ad set that is profitable. And then now they can duplicate that, but they can duplicate that hundreds or thousands of times. And, uh, and that scales like a high frequency trader to get that volume. And that's what, that's part of the reason why you see some people that have these, you know, you know, tens of thousand dollar days because they're, they're scaling at that level. And I was wondering, you know, is there a level, uh, an aspect of scaling, you know, in the eBay, Amazon uh, space when you're drop shipping there? Yeah, absolutely. So with both the eBay and Amazon, uh, we're, we're playing in their playground. It's their rules. And one of the things that they both are looking out for is to making sure that their customers are getting a good experience and, uh, and that their customers aren't getting scammed. So. Uh -huh. In the beginning, neither plat uh, platform wants us to scale too quickly. So the first like three months are, they have to be slow. If you scale too quickly, the, they'll shut you down. They'll make you go through review process. So uh, it's really about gaining their trust. Once you gain their trust, once you get momentum going, momentum builds and it builds more velocity. So we've noticed this on Amazon where you know, we go, we go slowly the first three months and then we start to build up. Even if we're not making a profit for like the first four months, if we're just like breaking even, that's fine because we're building up our, our monthly revenue. And then mm -hmm. we get to a point where Amazon starts uh, giving us the buy box, if you're familiar with what that is. Um, mm -hmm. And they start... Maybe explain that for the audience. I'm actually, I'm not okay. too familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like when you go to amazon.com to purchase something... Uh, and you go to that listing, there's a button that says add to cart. Now that item, there might be like 20 people selling it, but when you click add to cart, only one person is going to get that sale. So how does Amazon determine who correlates to that add to cart button? That's the buy box. So, oh, wow. Okay. So they rotate it between uh, different sellers based on things like what your price is, and how long you've been selling on Amazon and your, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like your, uh, uh, blanking on the name of it, but like your, uh, like seller level, you know, like your feedback, all those different things. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of like your you quality a, score as a, as a store. Yeah. I'm just, I just can't think of the name right now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff, uh, is really important. So once you gain that buy box, like your sales, 
fly it. Like it's just unbelievable. That's you'll nice you'll know you'll know the day you win the buy box for an item because you'll see like the sudden spike in sales. Yeah. So once you get to that point, you can then increase your prices, still maintain that sales volume, but have more margin now because you've increased your prices. So um, that's really like the keys. You're adding more items, uh, gaining that velocity because velocity builds more velocity with these marketplaces. You know, mm -hmm. once you do something once, you find the items and it started going, it's, it gets easier to, to continue with that momentum and build it up and build it up with these platforms. Now, I know you guys also use, I, I know I don't know if all of you on Shopify use this. I, I think a lot of you do like Oberlo, for instance, uh -huh. like to help you automate. We have software too. So that software is really important because it allows us to quickly add the items to eBay and Amazon. It will actually reprice them if the price changes. So that's really allows you to scale up as well. And because we don't have any inventory, uh, it, it makes it so much easier to scale. I mean, that's, you know, for all dropshippers have that same benefit, right? And that's good to know too that, um, uh, and I think I did catch that in one of your uh, YouTube videos in, in doing the research it was really good talking about the steps and that there's software to help automate it. You're not just manually uh, entering things in. So for the audience listening, you can do this manually, but if you want to start operating at, at scale, there's, there's software that, that can help you with that, um, which is really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it, it wouldn't work for me without it. It's definitely essential. I did catch one of your recent uh, videos, which actually seemed really good. And it was, you titled it like important eBay updates. And I think it touches on the point that we were talking about. I mean, things are changing. I mean, it feels like, you know, definitely within every six months, but I'd say almost every month. And I was wondering if you could maybe share, you know, some of the current updates that people should be mindful of right now. Yeah. So it's a funny thing, like Amazon doesn't change that often. I feel like, I feel like they know what works and they just keep doing more of it. And, mm. uh, they, you know, changes definitely happen, but not as frequently as eBay. eBay, I think they know that they are trying to compete with Amazon. I think they know that they're not as big as Amazon. So they feel like they have to change things in order to to catch up. They, they, I think they believe they could catch up. Uh, though I, I don't think they could ever catch up with Amazon. Um, <laughs> they are, they're rolling out a lot of different changes. Um, it seems like every few months. So one of the big changes is that uh, when you list an item on eBay, you know, you give it a title, you give it photos, you give it description, but there's another part of it called item specifics. And the item specifics, um, it's, it's better just to give examples of this. So let's yeah. say you're selling a white table. One item specific would be the color. It's white. One would be how many legs it has. It has four. Another one would be what room does this fit in? Well, this is an outdoor patio table. You know, things like that. All that's contained in the description already, but eBay wants it specifically in these little fields uh, mm. when you create the listing. And by the way, the software that we use creates these item specifics for you automatically. But eBay wants more of them, uh, more of them, so that it makes it easier for buyers to filter out their search results. So when you search for something, you can filter out by these item specifics. So going forward, they want that, but they also want us to add it for any old listings. And if you have hundreds or thousands of old listings, that's that's what I was kind of complaining about in the video. Now we have to update all of them. Um, luckily, there's software to help us do that too. But that's 
an example of one of the changes that they're uh, looking to do. Really great point. And, uh, and I think it's awesome. And it goes to show, you know, on your YouTube channel, keeping things current and, and sharing it with your audience and you're following some of these important factors because, you know, what's the downside of, of not making the updates? What would happen to their business? Uh, so if you don't update those items, they would get deleted. Uh, at the end of March. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So really important, especially if you want to stay in business and keeping your products listed uh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, man, that's great stuff. So, you know, even related to that and, you know, catching on those things reminds me about like, you know, self-education. Like, what are you doing to, to keep yourself on the edge in this space? I was wondering if you could share that with the audience. Well, I found that the best thing to do is just to, you know, you learn through action. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and it's something I talk about, like with my students all the time. It's like, you can only learn so much by watching things, by listening to podcasts, by, you know, reading. <laughs> you got you to gotta actually take action. You learn yeah. so much through action. So that's like, you know, most of how I learn stuff. Um, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always listening to, you know, watching other YouTubers, seeing their perspective on things, like that's important. And, uh, you know, I expand, like I, I listen to people who are maybe slightly outside my niche. Like I don't do much Shopify. I've experimented with it. Like, why did I come to your Shopify meetup? Because I learned something there. And, you know, it's also mm-hmm. networking, of course, which is really important. But, you know, yeah. there are things that you could teach me that I might be able to use in my business or not. But, yeah. you know, who knows? Different yeah. things like that. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, what well, very well said. And and that's why, you know, even aspects of it. So like even with the podcast, this is there's other aspects that and I think our conversation and the insights here to see the contrast. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's you know, it's it's e-commerce business and you know, whichever, you know, channel or or, or path that that uh, a person can take, you know, I'd say whatever works for the what whatever works best for them, really. The way things continue to evolve is, is, you know, there's, there's always mashups. So like if you learn something from what we were doing or vice versa, I learned something from what you're doing and it can help optimize my business a step further, you know, then, you know, that, that becomes, you know, the new, you know, the new way of doing things. And, and that just helps. It's kind of like a snowball effect, right? Yeah, for sure. That's really awesome. And I'm glad that you touched on uh, the, the point of, of taking action and, and learning by doing. Um, I, I try to touch on that too, which is like, um, you know, there's far too many people consuming and, and even people like in, in the workshop. So the, I try to get them to follow along in there as we take steps, because there will be people like, you know, Hey, you know, I learned, you know, I sat down, I follow people on YouTube. I bought this person's course. I was going to sit down in the coffee shop in Starbucks and start my business. And I did everything, but start my business. And I was just like, you know, come on, man, you, you know, you, you just got to take, take that first step. So it's like, you know, breaking down things. Like, what would you recommend as far as advice? How do you, as far as newbies, you know, wanting to take that first, what, what would you recommend? Like to take action, get over that hurdle of, of not taking action. So I think the biggest problem is that people feel very overwhelmed and like they look at my results, they look at your results and they just say like, wow, like it's going to take so much effort to get to that point. And they're forgetting that we started exactly where they are right now, right? Everyone who's successful started exactly where you are right now. So if you, 
if you are feeling that way, maybe you don't even realize you're feeling that way. You got to get kind of real with yourself. And, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, it's procrastination. Oh, uh, you know, I just don't know why I can't get started. No, the truth is probably that you're, you're a little bit scared because it just seems overwhelming. So yeah. that's, that's you. You literally have to get out a pen and paper and write down each little step you have to do. I don't care like how little it is. Like, like literally sign up for a Shopify account if that's what you want to do or sign up for an eBay account. And you know, if when you, you can't just write down, start Shopify dropshipping. You know, you, you're not going to get it done if you write that down because there's so many steps involved with that. Just like there yeah. is with eBay and Amazon. Literally write out each and every step. If you don't know the steps, then learn from someone who does know the steps. Um, and then, you know, that way you can check them off, check them off, check them off. And actually just, just do one step at a time. It's like, when, you know, this is really good advice for people who like are trying to work out and they just can't get themselves to the gym. I've heard that some people just, they just say, I'm just going to go to the gym today. I'm not going to work out. I'm just going to go to the gym. And yeah. that's like the first step, right? <laughs> get in the gym door. And yeah. then once you do that, it's like, well, if I'm here, I might as well, you know, lift, you know, once or just do a little bit. It's kind of the same thing, right? You just kind of have to take that first step. No, for sure. Very well said because, you know, I think I have heard that quote, you know, 50% is just by showing up, you know, taking yeah. action and making that first move. And yeah, I mean, I like to say, you know, at least, you know, do something, you know, something that's either, you know, profit producing activities or something that's going to take that step. I could see, you know, people can get caught up in consuming and not doing something that's actually building their business. So just yeah. like you hit, you know, breaking it down into steps you know, make sure you're doing at least one step per day that's building your business, actually, you know, building your business. And then, you know, consuming and following people is great and all, but make sure you're also, you know, working on your business, right? Yeah, no zero days is what I like to say. Uh, make like sure that. you're doing something every single day. And consistency, you know, so it's just like, you know, before you know it, all of a sudden, it, it happens for you. And, um, and that's why I like, you know, you know, here and, you know, having you share your journey on there, because just like you, you touched on, you know, and it works in all aspects, not just business, but like you started your YouTube channel and you say, you know, the same thing, you, you just had whatever laptop you had and, and a crummy, you know, camera, but you did it right. And everybody's going to have that. Everyone's going to suck in the beginning, but if you stay consistent, you're going to get better and better everybody has to go through it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, and actually when I just came from that, um, that funnel hacking live event, you know, Tony Robbins was there and this was a really powerful point as related to this topic, which was, you know, like you touched on, which was fear. Sometimes fear could be a stopping point for a lot of people, you know, uncertainty, fear of the unknown, a lot of things, but you know, the people that still take action, you know, fear always exists. You know, even for us and, and others that are successful, the fear still exists, but we're still taking action anyways. And that's called courage. I've heard Tony say that before too. And that one, that one really hit home for me. <laughs> yeah, it was powerful. So I was like, I was like, man, that is so true. So like, I mean, taking action in every aspect of, you know, your business or whatever venture you're in, and you may be uncertain about some of these things or fearful, and that's always going to exist taking action anyways, that's uh, the definition of courage. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's powerful stuff. I would actually argue fear is a really good thing because yeah. what that does is it prevents 
competition because most people get afraid and they just back off. But if if we can push through the fear, that's when people get successful. That's when people are actually able to achieve stuff and they're able to have more success because there's less people who are willing to do that. Yeah, very true. I mean, that that's the other thing of it is like, and that's why, you know, you'll see some of the, the mainstream greats that are out there, you know, saying like, just do it. You know, Gary V will be, you know, you know, shouting, just do it because there's 90% of the people that just aren't doing it. And if you just go out there and stay consistent little by little before you know it, you turn around, it's just like, wow, you know, some amazing things really happen. Uh, yeah. Powerful, man. Yeah, this is great stuff. I'm really enjoying the conversation here. I um, I want to give a, a chance to give some exposure on the things that, that you've been working on lately. Um, as I was doing the research, I did catch, and I thought this was awesome, that you had um, some free mini courses related to eBay dropshipping and, and Amazon dropshipping. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so that's that's uh, evolved a little bit. So I used to have like this free mini course. It was like three or four videos long. Um, and they're great. I think they're still available. But what I found was that a lot of people, it's so terrible, but a lot of people would start, start it and never finish it. They would like drop off after like uh, one or two videos. So what I did was I took all... I took everything from that and condensed it into one video. And so it's so each of them is one for eBay and one for Amazon. So it's one video. Uh, I did it live and I recorded it, but it's uh, it's available for replay. Like anyone can watch it. So that has like everything that you need, and you get it in one shot. So it it goes through the everything that you need to know about eBay and Amazon if you know nothing about it. So it kind of like breaks down like what it is, you know, how I got started with it, like all the important things that you need to be successful with it. Um, you know, I give a special offer in there if anyone wants to upgrade to like my paid course, uh, that's in there as well. So yeah. Uh, I what's that to, called? It's called Dropshipping Titans. Dropshipping so I have Titans. One, yep. I have one for eBay and one for Amazon. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll be sure to leave uh, links to that in the show notes. So dropshipping, I think it's like dropshippingtitans.com. Yep. And then, uh, and then specific links, one for Amazon, one for, for eBay, for people that want to follow you, what's the best way that, uh, that they can follow you? Uh, YouTube is the best place, Paul J. Lipsky, or if that's too much, just search for Paul and eBay or Paul and dropshipping. And I'll come right up. <laughs> That's powerful, man. That's when you know that he's getting the grasps on on the market. You can just <laughs> search on on the keywords, and it uh, and it shows up. That's powerful. So yeah, definitely, I'd say you know you want to subscribe to Paul's YouTube channel. Um, he's doing a lot of great things and current things to keep you up to speed in eBay dropshipping, Amazon dropshipping, which is really great. Um, and then also, and I think, are you doing much on uh, Instagram and? other social media? Yeah, so Instagram, I'm trying to grow and, you know, provide a lot of value on there as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, I got some, I try to give like some, a lot of information on there as well. So if you're more an Instagram person, look up Paul J Lipsky and that's, that's me. Awesome, man. Yeah. So we'll be sure to leave links to that in the show notes as well. And man, this is really awesome stuff, man. You dropped a lot of value here today and uh, I want to be respectful of your time, but uh, actually it just came to mind. Is it cool to follow up with you? Maybe, you know, six months down the road, see how things are going. For sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man, for sure. Well, I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. 
Thank you. So, you know, I'm a big, huge believer in eBay and Amazon and drop shipping on there, but I know Brian loves Shopify. And the truth is that there are so many different ways you can learn to make money online. Whatever it is that you want to do, just go for it 100%. I mean, uh, you know, we give you so many ideas, but you got to choose one. If you're bouncing around between ideas, you're never going to see the success. You got to put in the work for one of them, go 100%. I don't care if it's not eBay and Amazon. Just I want to see you be successful. So go 100% with whatever you do and realize that most of the process is going to really suck because this is an exponential process. Each day is going to be boring. It's going to be slow. But in six months, a year, you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, I'm glad I went all in with that because look how much I learned. Look how much I've grown and look at the person I've become. Really awesome stuff. Very well said. Awesome, Paul. Man, glad to have you on the show, man. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. Endorsed by Player FM, you help make Tech Money Talks the number one dropshipping podcast on the planet. You help the show go mainstream because Tech Money Talks podcast is now officially sponsored by Spotify. If you're ever in Chicago, join our Dropship Chicago meetup group held at 1871 to meet with me personally and other professional dropshippers. We do meetings weekly. I'm now producing new, valuable content on YouTube weekly. Go check it out and subscribe. Tech Money Talks is teaching you all about money-making opportunities that technology can bring. We're just getting started. There's more great things to come. Stay plugged in. Throw me a shout-out. And remember, you're just one product away.